0: So in the grand holiday tradition, our story this year finds the camera pulling in on an office. Uh, there's there's Ivy Garland flown in from Castroville, a crystal punch bowl filled with red carbonated drink made from Akatonian Jubilee berries. And we, we, we hear sounds of a party going on and a Lashunta male beckons an android wearing a beautiful red scarf towards a private secluded office. They're laughing. They're giggling. Surely, this is love in its early stages, and the Lashuntan says, Oh, Marsha29, I wanted to get you something no one else would get you for a present this year. Open it up. There's a large present standing in the middle of the office. The android undoes the bow, lifts the lid off this massive four-foot cube, and inside, piled upon one another like so many ripened grapefruit, are over a dozen small furry creatures with wide alien eyes, six arms, and in a rainbow assortment of colorful pelts. The android says, Oh my Jordak! Cute little skittermanders! But aren't these sentient creatures? And thus, you stuffing them in a box and shipping them across the galaxy break some kind of international anti-slavery law. Jordak replies, Perhaps, but I don't think the Vesk have realized that they're sentient yet, so we might be in the clear. And just look at them! Marsha29 looks them over, and inside the box, one of the skittermanders scratches its little belly and farts on one of its brethren's heads. Oh, they're just so darn cute! I'm going to dress them up later and make them march around like a fancy little man they, they are. Marsha picks one up and gives it a dainty kiss on the forehead. Jordak and Marsha return to a soiree going on outside. Meanwhile, inside the box, five skittermanders, perhaps... The bravest and wisest of the bunch shamble out over the sides and stretch their three sets of arms while looking around the office. And that's the five of you this week. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) You all are playing Skittermanders in this very special uh, holiday episode of Cosmic Crits. Welcome to our holiday special. My name is Patrick. I'm your game master, your podcaster, and your ringmaster to this greatest show on earth. And joining me are a collection of high wire artists and bearded ladies, my players and friends. To my left, a cuddly, wuddly teddy bear, fluffed, in a dryer spin cycle. Drew, playing uh, as of yet unnamed Skittermander number one. Hi there. To his left, a pair of baby otters holding hands while they sleep. Jabert playing unnamed (laughs) Skittermander number two.
1: How do you?
0: Across the table, a pail of puppies that are chewing on little squeak toys. Miles playing unnamed
2: Skittermander number three. Merry Christmas, Pat.
0: Merry Christmas to you. Uh, To his left, a baby goblin dressed up like a trash panda. Rebecca playing unnamed Skittermander number
2: four. Aww. And to
0: my right. (laughs) And to my right, a kitten. Trying to be a big cat by showing you its claws. Tyler playing unnamed Skittermander number five. <laughs> <laughs> uh Welcome everyone to 2017 Cosmic Crit Holiday Special. Yay! I have been hyping this up for a while since I had really the most half-baked of ideas I think I've ever had before. <laughs> uh, are you guys excited to play a, a homebrew Skittermander Fun time adventure, oh,
1: probably. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: dep- how half baked were you when you wrote it? <laughs> like, fully baked, fully baked, fully.
0: Baked. No, well
2: done. That's legal in Boston now, right? Uh, uh yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes. Only for only for uh, homebrew writing purposes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, uh, so to start us off, we <clears throat> need to have everyone roll. On my random Skittermander character creation thing, uh, we, we, we did some rolls here, and I'm going to just hand you guys your characters that you rolled up with 4d20, which will give you your first name, your last name, your fun color, and some potpourri, a little little background about your character. Oh, my So, here we go, Miles. Oh, boy. <laughs> who, who are you playing, Miles.
1: I'm playing.
2: <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> Dackel Secunthion, a chartreuse <laughs> skittermander who thinks it's people wears a diaper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dockle <laughs> Secunthion, yes, uh, of the uh, the North Vesk three. I'm people. Yeah, no, you it's think you're people. Pe- it's
1: like a hmm. marmaduke. <laughs> but like old incontinent Marmaduke because of the diaper. <laughs> well, All right. We don't know that he needs the diaper, just
2: that he wears it. <laughs> Alright, we got f- four it's more gameplay pants
0: <laughs> to get through. Uh, Drew, you're next. Why don't you, you read me your character, Drew?
1: I am playing Comper's Prowniemaness. Prowniemaness! Prowniemaness! Prowniemaness. A
2: oh. blue bonnet Skinnermander who is technologically advanced owns a cybernetic eye. Ooh! Ooh maybe fancy. not. No, buddy. It's, it's oh. right here. <laughs> I'll trade oh. you for this fancy Dapper. <laughs> it's, it's I,
0: <laughs> I did not say that it had to be attached to <laughs> in your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Rebecca advanced. owns one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, you are next. Who are you playing tonight?
3: All right. I am playing Sporacle Blompty an alabaster skid- skittermander who likes to tickle and owns a mark 3 frag grenade
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no so
0: so you should probably go ahead and look at those, those trees, uh, for a for mark 3 frag grenade
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this trip aco- across the galaxy could have gone
1: very differently gang <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right and <laughs>
1: next uh tyler oh we got a oh yeah. for you all right my name is winkus rustiped a periwinkle skidamanderer who speaks like their action movie star uh, owns a stuffed skitter toy oh man that sounds awesome
0: right so winkus rustiped
1: so winkus you,
0: yeah you you think you're an action movie star skittermander
1: I and, am an action movie star, Skitter Amanda. And,
0: <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Jabert, got a character for you, buddy.
1: Oh, he can't do it. He can't do it. He can't read it. <laughs> he can't read <breathe>. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> My Skitter Nemander's name is Purple's Patters. <laughs> Right, An electric that, that last name one more time. Purples
0: Patters. <laughs> <laughs> An electric pink skittermander. Thinks it's a doggy. <laughs> Owns a collar. And a Mark II healing serum.
1: <laughs> oh. 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 oh, okay. Peri- 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 periwinkle is, a- is blue and violet. Okay. Purples <laughs> Patters. Oh, Purples, Purples patters. patters. Oh, no. And you own a well, at least you own a collar. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, whoa, whoa! <laughs> How do we let ourselves get into this stuff? Uh, oh Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know why you signed up. That, that was a weird one. Okay, so we've got our characters, and I should mention that this is a fun game. This is a, a homebrew, you know, one-off adventure, and we, we often play for fun here. But I wanted there to be some competition tonight in the game, so whoever does the best job as you know, playing their Skittermander uh, and lifting the longest will receive a boon in our normal game, our Cosmic Creek game, with your regular character. So whoever wins tonight will get a single Skittermander bonus point, which you can trade in for a reroll uh, of any D twenty uh, roll in the month of January. Ooh! When we wow. play? Wow! Yeah, yeah, a little little holiday present because I want you guys at your best, and I thought this was going to be the best way to do it. Right, so we have our five skitter players And uh, as you guys are looking around this this office building You, you see the giant box here As you guys are, are looking around the office A wizened old skittermander pops his head up from the, the wrapped box And says
3: We
2: will stay here while you five go explore a bitters
1: Go help peoples and maybe they will help us skitters Okie dokie
2: I go looking for. We're in an office, correct? Yes, yes, you're in an office. I go towards whatever the Starfinder comparative uh, to a phone, and I just start dialing like I'm. I work there.
0: Okay, so all right, that's that's one thing you do. I just say in this this office, it's it's a futuristic looking office. You got white walls, Spartan furniture, a few chairs, a large desk, a large carpet really ties the room together, and a, a door leading out towards the south. Uh, in an air vent overhead seven feet above you that whispers cool air into the room. So there's no phone.
1: All great action movie heroes go in through the vents. We should make our way through the vents and find those who need our assistance. I think that's a great idea. Patrick. Patrick. Hi.
0: I, w- I would like to make a perception check here.
1: I would like to use my
0: nose to smell <laughs> for something delicious. Okay, please do roll that perception check. He is a dog. No, no, no. He's a skidder Things it's a doggie. Wow. All right. So uh, while this is our first roll of the night, I'm going to give you guys your base stats for your skitters, which oh. is, yeah, I, I just made everyone have the same base stats just for simplicity's <coughs> sake. You both have an EAC and a KAC of 12, 10 hit points. All of your saves are plus three. Your initiative is plus four, like, like a regular skittermander probably would be. And... Let's see, all your skills are also plus four. So what did you roll, Jabert? So I've got a 16 total. A 16. I didn't write any of that down. Is that a problem? I am I was about to say, I'm sending it all to you right now. So you have oh, this information. Okay. There there are some floral arrangements in this office as well, and in the corner, some plants. Uh, you do not see anything that tastes good. You don't smell anything that's, that tastes good.
3: <laughs> Sparkle Blumpty. Goes mm. over to the present and takes the bow off the top and puts it on his head.
0: Okay, now that is something that you can do. I, I, I did not prepare for that in my GM notes, <laughs> but I'm going to allow it. Thank you. Is there an
2: agility an awesome roll though. that needs to be, or sleight of hand? <laughs>
3: to, like, <laughs> tie it around my neck or something.
1: <laughs> I mean, but we should leave this room. We must venture forth. Correct. Yes.
3: Wait, <laughs> is Edris here?
1: <laughs> oh god I'm not used to doing oh, god, different voices on so this show big. He's so big There are a lot of pink things in here What the heck I just I thought this was my room This was where I was staying I'm leaving now this is ridiculous Who, who put me in this box <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what if I did that to you Tyler And like everyone else plays Skittermater And it's just like oh and Ed Ross is
1: in the box <laughs> Hey, uh, How would this one get in here Well well, I would obviously be dreaming, and, uh, That's a I story guess. for another time.
0: Okay, so, any anybody else have anything they'd like to do in this office?
1: Uh, com-
2: uh, compers would like to also take a good look around with his cybernetic eye. Uh,
0: okay, now, is that eye attached to you, or is it in your hand? In a hand?
2: It's in a hand. <laughs>
0: okay, so you're, you're just, like, moving it around the room. <laughs> It's not attached to anything. <laughs> It's just for fun. Does he see uh, anything? <laughs> uh, you see all the things that I have said earlier. You see your uh, your four brave and wise skittermander friends looking around the office, trying to make phone calls and uh, uh, exploring. But, but you don't you don't see anything else. I'm so so is this the box? The call. So is this the box we came out of? Yes. Yes. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. So there's a giant, um, you know, four foot square box in kind of the, the middle of the room as well and you can hear just a ton of other skittermanders inside there every once in a while there's like a, a burp or a fart which I imagine you know you're going to do when you're traveling coach but um you're gonna, you're going to you're going to have you're going to have some bad time if you're traveling with uh, 12 other skittermanders so so is is living in a box
2: tandem out to traveling coach now <laughs> i mean on spirit yeah that's true.
3: Okay, Sporkle is going to run out of the room just very suddenly.
0: Bye, Sporkle. Uh, as you get to the door, go ahead and give me an athletics or an acrobatics check to see if you can uh, reach the handle. It's definitely for regular-sized
2: people.
3: Oh, gosh. You rolled right. a one.
0: So you rolled the one. Uh, you jump up to grab at the handle. It's very slippery. You fall off, and you, you land on your tush.
2: Here, Sporkle, tush. let me give you a hand. and. Uh, I encourage Sparkle to jump on my skitter shoulders dockle goes towards the door and attempts to open it this is the people I'm people I can take care of this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah dockle if you're climbing up on on top you're able to see out a, a small glass partition about you know three feet up on the door and out there yeah there's uh, what looks like a holiday party going on and there's people dancing you can hear you know, the the sounds of the pop band Strawberry Machine Cake playing, and people are having a good time. They're drinking. They're eating. Looks like a, a pretty hip office party. The elevator doors open on the other side of the floor, and a number of men walk in, and all of a sudden you hear machine gun fire outside. People screaming bloody murder.
1: Bark, As bark, bark. A number of <laughs> armed
0: <laughs> men make their way into the party. One of them steps forward and says, Ladies and gentlemen, because of this space station's abuse of inalienable alien rights, it is about to be taught a lesson in who really owns Absalom. We are the strong Absalom movement, and you are all now our hostages. Tell me, where is Mr. Chickagamorg, CEO
2: of this enterprise? Uh, What would you guys like to do? At that moment, uh, Dackle lets go of the... The door handle and falls on top of Sprockle. Got it. Or uh, Sporkle? Yeah, it's how- Sporkle?
3: Sporkle. sporkle. And sporkle.
2: just yells, you know, bloody murder. <laughs> uh,
3: sporkle jumps up and starts tickling Dockle, <laughs> and saying, <laughs> "Pingle wingle, pingle wingle." Stop it! Stop it!
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Patrick, you're the one who made her a tickle monster. Wait, what? You do, own this, Patrick. What sp- did? What does Sporkle say?
3: <laughs> I don't want to hear it! tickle. It's a real thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not yeah, a it real is. thing. Mental floss <laughs> is a real thing. <sighs> it's a slang term. Okay, all right. For so
0: what? Boom! <laughs> Uh, you guys are in the midst of a hostage situation. Uh, what what would you like to do to help? Your uh, skitterbanders, you're, com- skitter you're com- here to
2: help. Uh, Compers is gonna helping? walk. Uh, you, you know who to help? Who is the who is the no? Because you guys haven't seen anything yet. I have to I have to relay the message. Oh well, relay the message. There was a holiday party going on, and then a bunch of guys just started shooting everybody. We gotta help. Yeah, they must have a really good reason for shooting all those people. We should go out there and see what we can help to do.
3: I have a grenade. Mark. <laughs>
2: I, I, th- I I think that you should open. We should get the door open, and you should throw the grenade at all the people they were shooting at.
3: Oh, what if it kills the people that were shooting them?
1: We just have to throw. Then we
3: them. them. We're helping somebody, no matter what. So it's win-win, right? Yeah, exactly. We can't lose.
1: Purple's tries to jump up and
0: bite the door handle <laughs> with with his uh, teeth, and then just like op- like pull it
2: open like that.
0: Make me an athletics check. Hey, All right. It's an eleven. Uh yep, with, with your, your bonus there. Uh you are able to get a hold of the the door handle and get it to where the the mechanism is unlocked, and now you're just kind of holding on to the door handle. <sighs> I, I I shake it vigorously. Okay. That that happens. You you shake it off. Okay, now I now I let it now I let go and I drop to the floor. Okay, I look expectantly at my compatriots. So the door did not <laughs> open. Uh, the door is open, like maybe a crack. At this point.
1: Okay, come on, everybody, let's let's get the door open. Let's go. Let's push that door open. <laughs> Sparkle, prepare to throw your grenade.
0: Yeah, who, who's uh, uh, Sparkle? Are you going through the the door first?
3: I've decided I don't want to throw my grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: But we, were,
3: but we were gonna help those yeah, people. Yeah, comes and goes. Whew. We need your grenade to help. I am unclear on next steps.
0: Purple's Purple's walks out the door. Purple's like nuzzles the door open, and then mm-hmm. like on all eight legs or on all eight limbs, just sort of like clambers like on uh, out the door. Okay. Uh, one of these uh men, these uh strong Absalon moving men. Uh, turns around and is very startled by your appearance, crawling over to him like a uh, a 20th of a, a centipede and opens fire on you. Boop. I've rolled a 16 on the dice.
3: Yip, yip, yip.
0: So that is a hit. <laughs> All right, and he does 16 points of damage. <laughs> and un- unfortunately I uh, use
1: my he- my healing serum t- 10 bullets rip through
0: your, your skittermander's uh, body and it is dead almost immediately <laughs> uh, oh there goes goodness. Purples Patters uh, we barely knew ye I, I don't know if you guys noticed this but uh, <laughs> I, I have a D20 list of names here so we're gonna give you another character, Jabert. we're gonna give you another try but uh, before we say goodbye to Purples Patters, does it have any last words? As you're dying,
1: my only regret is that I didn't use my healing serum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and we're out of combat. <laughs> and uh, okay. this this guard says, "Oh, there's some kind of there's some kind of creepy monster over here, guys.
1: Come here quick." Uh, as Compers goes out and says, "Greetings, friends. We heard that you were looking for somebody, and we'd like to help. Who are you?" That's right. That's you? what we do.
2: They open fire on.
1: you, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Both of them open. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh. I, uh, okay, hold on. I'm I'm getting sensation back in my face. Oh. I might have passed out there for just a minute, guys. I'm okay. Um,
1: okay, I need to roll some dice. <laughs> I'm starting to think that like the action hero guy was a uh, writer than we were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good news. One of the misses. Bad news. The other hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no! Murders your character for 14 points of damage. Uh, <laughs> Drew, oh, what, what is Comper's <laughs> prow Last words?
2: Make sure somebody takes care of my eye. And he drops the eye on the ground and it rolls away. <laughs> Okay, Okay. Yeah.
3: Sparkle, seeing all of this happening, climbs up on top of this guy that's right in front of the door and throws his grenade through the window.
0: Okay, so make me an attack roll. Right. So y- your grenade definitely hits the door in front of you. you. We're trying to throw it through the glass partition, and uh, who who is that on top of you? No, 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 come back. <laughs> who, who, was, who are you standing on top of?
1: Uh... It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Wink. I was. I was. I was a true. Sure, I think.
0: Pretty sure Ooh. you were right on top there. Oh. All right. So I'm pretty sure a Mark III grenade is gonna be bad news bears. Let's double check this.
3: Yeah. So it explodes uh. for 46 p.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So the three of you <laughs> left alive, please. Make me reflex save.
1: <laughs> 4d6p.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't know what that means. What does p mean? It's piercing.
2: Yeah. That's uh 16 plus 4, correct?
0: Yes. yes. 20. Oh. Okay. So, it looks like uh, Ramy's Daculsa has jumped out of the way uh, of a lot of this blast damage, but the other two, unfortunately. Wee! are taking 19 points of damage. Uh, Sucuthian only takes 9 points of damage, so you're down to 1. <laughs> and both Sporkle Blompty and Winkus Rustiped are also dead.
3: So this is the shortest game on Cosmic Crit ever. Oh no! I'm I, all alone!
0: I did not ask you guys to throw a grenade. I just gave you the grenade. <laughs> does does Winkus or Sporkle have... Any last words? I'm going to be asking this question
1: a lot this episode. My only regret is that I didn't go out with more explosions. Sporical. Shatner? Yep.
3: I was only trying to help Pingle Wangle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tyler has gotten uh. up and left the room. <laughs> He's gone. We lost Tyler. You actually oh. killed Tyler in real life. <laughs> I can see him. He's on the floor. He's dead now because you killed him.
0: Oh, boy. Well, guys, we're going to start streaming these thing.
1: games. Oh. All, right, is... so,
0: all right. So at this point, Dockle is basically uh, uh, John McClane from the Die Hard series, right? With one hit point left. I, I exactly really should One hit point Wait, yeah,
1: where, where, where did I get hit?
0: Uh, the grenade exploded oh, okay, okay. and almost did 20 points of damage, enough to kill you even with the, the save, but y- you've got one hit point left. And four more Skittermanders pop out of the top of the box and come to, to come to your aid. And let's, <laughs> let's see who they are. Yeah, all right, so I'm going to do these in order, and we're going to do them live now. Drew, uh, your character's name is Grocken Wartfuckles. <laughs>
1: What, wart, what? (laughs)
0: Wartfocals. W-H-A-R-T-F-U-L-C-E-S. Wartfocals. Grocken? Grocken.
2: Grocken. Hey, everybody, I'm Grocken.
0: And you are a beautiful flamingo pink skittermander. Your quirk, your little potpourri about you is you ask only questions, and you own a fancy scarf. (laughs) So write all that down. Asks only questions. Owns a fancy scarf.
1: How do That's... I look?
0: <laughs> Jabert, your character's name. Oh boy, why do I do this to myself? Your first name is Warmel. Your last name is Rest- Restrogalibers. Restrogalibers. You're a raspberry-colored Skittermander, and you're a stress farter. <laughs> um, under under stress, you you often fart. You also own a walking stick. <laughs> Very important to your character. Oh Becca, yes. you've rolled a one for your first name, which means your character's first name is Pronky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your, your last nasty. name is Your last name is Grimpitz, so Pronky Grimpits.
3: <laughs> I don't know why y'all are laughing. I like it.
0: And you are a gunmetal black Skittermander.
1: <laughs> That's actually yeah. rad. That's pretty rad.
0: Gunmetal black. And you also uh, react to stress a little differently. You are a stress eater, and you wear a a little tiny skittermander bib, and you carry salt and pepper with you.
3: (laughs) That's it? Those are all of my quirks? Uh,
0: Yeah, that's a whole bunch. You got a bib, you got the salt and pepper, and you stress eat. all
3: around eating. Okay, okay.
0: Alrighty. I think we got one more here. That's a lot of... A lot more death than I thought at the very beginning. Tyler, your name is Wattic Common Clan. W-H-A-T-I-C, Wadik Common Clan. You are a Royal Azure Skittermander, a bright, brilliant blue, and your character likes to lick things and it wears a little hat. Alrighty, you guys got your
1: characters set <laughs> down. <laughs> so what of the say to go out there and help those folks? No, 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 everyone just tried that and they're all dead. Well, we can't help them with that. We just got to help these guys, because they seem to really be in control of the situation. No, if oh, we, if, if, if we want to help, we need to help ourselves first. We need to get out of here. What do you propose to do for that? We got to go through that vent up there. Well, how are we going to do that? The, well, the box uh, worked pretty good for getting us in here. I swear we get back in the box. No! no.
0: The, the other Skittermanders are holding the box lid <laughs> closed, <laughs> <laughs> so he can't <laughs> crawl back in.
2: If Ever. you try... We get on top of each other. That's what we gotta do. Return to Thunder.
1: We can and then stand the on the top one climbs up and gets everyone else back up. It's easy.
0: The the Elder skittermander, Grampy Huffgobbers, comes out once again. And it's like
1: you guys, you guys go explore. I can't believe this. Uh, just go try and help help people, but help help each other too. Be skittermanders, Bye. I don't think he's trying to help
0: us. If you do want to climb out the air vent, it will require an acrobatics 10, a DC 10, to, to climb up there. Okay. To okay. skitter on up there. So that's
2: a uh, 10. <laughs> Gronkle feels right. with a 5.
0: Yes, yes, you do. I guess
3: I got an 18, though, right?
0: Yep, yeah, if you roll over 10, that's you, you clamber up by yourself. All right, and we'll need a, a roll from Tyler and Jabert. I've already forgotten your characters because I don't care about them.
1: My name uh, is Warmo Restro Gabblers. <laughs> my, oh. my name is Wodike Common Clan, and I'm licking the side of the present we arrived in.
0: <laughs> uh, go ahead and make me those acrobatic. Oh, so uh, Tyler rolled a 17. You're fine. And Jabert, ooh, a five. So what oh, uh, uh, a nine. You are so... Alright, so Warmole <laughs> and uh, Drew, uh, remind me your character's name. Uh,
2: uh,
1: gronkles. Gr-
2: Gronkin.
0: <laughs> Gronkin. Gronkin and Warmole, uh, unfortunately, you fall and both of you take four points of damage.
1: <laughs> four points of damage. And we don't have uh, you... stamina, right? We only have HP? Correct. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, there you go, bud. Okay. All common clan. Alright, uh...
0: uh... <sighs> Gronky, you uh, you stand on my shoulders.
2: Okay, I guess. All right, you guys can. Question mark. Can,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can both make uh, another check, and you get a little bonus this time. All right, so yeah, you're both up. You're both up. You both
1: are able to climb up, and you guys. I, mm-hmm. I Wodike licks everybody as they arrive. Stop that! <laughs> dockle smacks him. You know, we're spending an awful lot of time on going through this air vent. Why don't the two of us just go through the door? You know
2: what? Go for it. See what happens. We're going this way.
0: <laughs> it, oh, I, I should mention, if you die twice in the, the same room, I am going to kick you off the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should probably, probably no, not do that.
2: No, no, Go ahead. Try the door. The fun. <laughs> go door's ahead. Gone.
0: Go ahead. Well, we, we've got to move on with this episode, so get your guys into this air vent and get crawling around. Get up in there. Get what is get the, comfy.
1: As I, as I am moving through the air vent, uh, I am licking the sides of the vent. And how does it taste? Like dust and metal. But, but like a space dust or more of like an earthy dust? A little
0: bit of both. Column A, column B kind of thing. Uh, it, it, I like it. It's these very small metallic tunnels, and it's just large enough for you guys to walk, kind of stooped over, so it's, you know, only a, a few feet tall. And and crawling around in the air ducts, uh, you get uh, to where you can overhear what sounds like another office down below you, and you, you hear one person say, Are the plans in place? And a voice answers, Yes, we'll, we'll be ready by midnight to execute. The other voice replies, Still, we should give them a show, don't you think? Make them believe what we want them to believe. <laughs> the first voice is the one that you heard in the lobby. A very thick accent. This is Shirley the leader.
2: Is her name really Shirley? <laughs> oh,
0: <dude>. Moving on.
3: Conkey's <laughs> right. getting stressed out and is going to search for some food.
0: There's nothing in this, yeah, this air vent.
3: I it's, know, uh, so we got to get
1: through it fast. If you need something to eat, you can have my beautiful hat.
3: Oh, Kronky shakes his salt and pepper shakers on the hat, and and gobbles it up. I hope All you're right. feeling
1: better.
0: It it does taste awful because it is a hat. It's not it's not food,
1: and and I have licked it quite a lot.
0: As you guys are moving on in this uh, air duct, the the wind starts to pick up a little bit, and I'm going to need everyone to make a reflex save as a a fan turns on behind you and starts sucking you all down the the length of the the air duct towards a very large, about uh, 10-foot-tall rotating fan. (laughs) 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 I I love the number of ones that we've rolled so far. (laughs) All right, so very important here. We're, we're gonna have a teamwork feat. Everyone that rolled over fifteen on this roll, you can uh, lend one of your six arms out to another player and give them a plus two bonus on this this save. So who's rolled over? It looks like uh, uh, Wadic uh, has, has, and yep, and Pronky. So you guys have two. Uh, you each have a plus two bonus that you can give to uh, another
1: uh skittermander i don't <gasps> help me at all <laughs> yeah I, I will try miles uh, has rolled uh,
0: the one so
1: <laughs> Wadik will try and reach out and grab a uh, uh restro glibbers? glibbers yeah you can call me warmal <laughs> Wormal, <laughs> i got you i got your back Wormal.
3: pronky reaches out for a grokken
0: all right so each of you grab one of your compatriots uh, and
1: <laughs> he is betrayed
0: <laughs> leaving <laughs> Dockel Sakuthian to a very very grisly death you're clawing at the metallic grating as you're getting sucked down you're just so weak from that grenade blast <laughs> um Miles what, what's your your skittermander's last words <laughs> I
1: don't know <laughs> let it be quick <laughs> oh god oh. Oh wow. Oh wow. the wow. darkness, the darkness.
0: It is not quick. Your character is eaten alive by these metal blades of the fan and you take 5d6 points of damage. Okay. So,
1: what what why did
0: you bother that rolling that? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only I had one hit point left.
0: 23 points of damage.
2: Oh, I've got am I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine.
0: And I think everyone else has saved. Everyone else with the plus twos have gotten over a plus. <laughs>
2: Can a, a last 10? limb be a middle finger holding up uh, wait, to w- all of them? I'm sorry. Was it a D10?
0: It was a DC 10.
2: Okay. Because I rolled a five. What, it was our.
0: Uh... Uh, you got a plus three and then a plus two oh, from okay, Pronky. Cool. Cool. So you just made it. Yep. Yeah, so you're turned into uh, a kind of a a, a, a jelly. There's a smear of blue and and. Uh, a whole bunch of chartreuse, chartreuse, yeah, fur flying everywhere, and then the fan deactivates because it, you know, it's been destroyed by Skittermander. and you guys can can move on to the next area. Yeah, uh, can we go back and get another Skittermander friend? Uh, no, but as you walk through this door, a- another Skittermander appears, played by Miles. <laughs> what, <laughs> fellas? Standing in here is like he was like waiting for you. Miles roll forty twenty for me.
1: I can't even begin to tell you guys how much my jaw hurts.
0: Oh <sighs> great! There's your natural.
1: Oh, Here's my twenty. Oh. That's his first name too,
0: isn't it? Uh, so your your new Skittermander's name is Chamble Upopers. <laughs> Chamble Upopers. You're neon green, a neon green Skittermander, and you uh you're a critical thinker. You're the brainy one. And you own an empty pipe. <laughs> Nothing in it.
2: Is this a a like no. a smoking pipe oh, sh- or like a lead pipe? It,
0: it, it's a smoking pipe. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> an,
2: em-
1: an empty lead pipe?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Alright, so welcome to the game, Chamble of Popers. And you guys are now... You, this. Uh, the, the air duct empties into a conference room. It looks like a, a fairly long set of some interesting looking glass tables. There's chairs, uh, intricately carved wood chairs. There's a water feature that burbles on one side of the room and off to the other side, a, a little sideboard that looks like it is lined with fancy drinks.
1: Oh, I want to lick all the drinks. Wodak wants to lick all the drinks. What but do these? Hold on there, Wodak. What do these drinks
2: taste like? They're very, very alcoholic beverages. Uh, those are poison to us, Skidamanders. We, we have a job to do. Do I know that without oh. drinking it? I know it. <laughs> uh, I'm shambles. I'm, I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink at least two of those beverages.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, you, you yeah, poison yourself. Get slammed, basically.
3: Pronky says I'm feeling really stressed out. Are there any snacks?
0: <laughs> There's, uh, you know, maybe some small pearl onions and olives and things of that nature.
3: Crunk, eats it. all of them.
0: <laughs> oh, gross. They're like pickle, too. Ugh. Mmm. Uh, well, he uses salt and pepper on uh, them first,
3: so it's fine.
1: Where should we go next? What should we do?
0: Yeah, is, uh, are there doors here? Is there another vent? Yeah, so as as you're taking a look around, you hear voices, uh, what seemed like right outside this room. Why don't you guys give me a stealth check so we don't have another TPK here.
2: That is a 13- for the character I'm playing stealth checks what have you guys got for me
3: 23 uh, for Ponky <clears throat> I
1: got an 18 for Warel uh, 13 for chamble and 13 for Grokken. wodak was doing this thing with his tongue <laughs> so he has a six <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
0: you guys uh that rolled over a 15 that's the same thing you can give your plus two bonus two of you two. Wodig and pull him under a table if you would like. I would not. I will.
2: I will. Okay,
0: so you're, you're able to pull him down, you know, put a hand over his mouth as a number of these armed men come through an elevator on the other side of the room, marching a, a vesk in a business suit across the room. And they, they sit down at, at one of the, the tables they they all take uh, some chairs they're armed to the teeth they look like they've got uh, high powered rifles on them pistols one has a doshko slung over their back
1: i feel like i feel like this would be not a good time for it but maybe i
0: need to make a fortitude save to not fart right now <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll tell you when that fart comes i'm the i'm the okay you're the, the, you're on it i'm okay. the gm i'm the gas master okay cool <laughs> So it well, looks like the, the person in charge sits down with a pistol sitting across from this Vesk and says, now, Mr. Chickagamorg, if you don't want to die like your employees out there, I suggest you do as we say. The gruff Vesk answers back and says, well, what is it that you terrorists want? I can't give you back Absalom Station. The man in charge laughs and says, Mr. Chickagamorg, my name is Large Goober. And we aren't here for political ideology. <laughs> we would like the Abadar Corps bank routing access for your company and your biometric imprint to unlock your vaults. You're you're, you're here to rob us? Oh, I don't have those codes that keep them in corporate, and even if I did, I wouldn't give them to you. Fine. We shall do it the hard way, then. A laser fire rips through the air, and Mr. Chickagamorg's scaly body in a fine press suit hits the carpeted floor, staring at you guys across the room. Just then, a War- bouch- I'm sorry, what, what, warm War- waves hello. <laughs> you see the life fade from his eyes. And that's, yeah, that's the last thing he sees
1: <laughs> before he dies.
0: Six Skitter Manor arms waving goodbye at him. That's, that's what he went to the afterlife with. <laughs> Just then, a bout of indigestion hits bird's character.
1: Oh, no!
0: <laughs> and you, uh, an adorable little fart. The leader's voice calls out, Someone's here, we're being watched. Spread out and find them. Uh, you all see very clearly there is another exit uh, towards the north of this room. Uh, towards another air vent. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You, you see an exit towards the north here that looks like stairs that you can all possibly get to. Do you think we should go that way? Just run, yeah,
3: come, a- Let's make a run for it.
0: Uh, so this is a good good point to remind everyone that you have a ability at, with your Skittermanders called Hyper, where you can basically take multiple movements and just skitter right at the room. Yeah, that's what yeah I'm let's gonna do. do that. All right, so that's right up here uh, towards the north. Oh. You guys run out this room towards the north, and you come across a set of stairs. And it sounds like you can hear people beneath you. So uh, it, as you run up, someone is turning down the stairs. Another one of these armed guards. I need you all to make initiative rolls right now. And oh. I'm only going to take the highest one. And you're all going to act on that same initiative because you're your little team members, your friends.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh 19. But I? Okay. 18.
0: I will. Roll- I rolled a 19 as well, so this is gonna end real well.
1: Wait, sorry, no, we have plus four to initiative, so correct. You rolled a 23, Tyler. Te- well, yes, but
0: raw 19. So yeah, he's up some stairs, and uh, he actually does go first. He's gonna uh, move move down, and he has on him a semi-auto pistol and a tactical knife, and he takes both out, and uh, looks like he's he's you know gonna try and block your, your way. Uh, he's not gonna let you up the stairs. Uh, who wants to go next? Since you're all going at the same all time. Alright
3: guys! Group hug! Group hug! Group hug!
1: <laughs> group hug! Group hug! Alright, everybody group hug! Who doesn't group love group hugs? Alright, so uh So, so this is
0: the... a this is a special ability that only you guys have <laughs> as Skittermanders <laughs> as playing five skittermanders if you are all able to attack an enemy with melee hugs on the same turn, you get to make a single plus 10 free grapple check on the opponent. But you all have to be able to to make that that melee attack. So who's going first? Who's who's running up to him first?
1: I guess I um, will. All
0: right, Miles, My, your character, uh, remind me who you're playing again.
1: Chamble up
2: hoppers,
0: of course, up hoppers, up hoppers.
2: <laughs> one p, <laughs> one b
0: in gl- and All right, so you, yeah, you run just right up to him. Uh, go ahead and give me a melee attack. That's uh, fourteen. That is a hit. Just a hit against their AC, and you do d3 points of non-lethal damage. So go ahead and roll that. Okay. Uh, you can just roll a d6 and take in the half.
1: Three max damage.
0: <laughs> Two. Points. And who wants to go next?
3: Bronki is gonna run, run up, and attack.
0: All right, another hit.
3: Yeah, Bronki. Ooh, That's
0: max damage. Max
3: damage. Three Ooh. points
0: of damage. You go up and you just start pounding on them with uh, the most adorable hug. Max damage on both of those. So this guy's not doing too great. I'll tell you that much.
1: All right, Wormal runs up.
0: All right, Wormal, you are moving past. A, a defended square, so this guy is going to get an attack of opportunity on Wormle with a tactical knife. Oh no. I really hope you did not grow attached to Wormle. Oh, oh no. Oh, Wormle yeah. is able to dive and duck and dip and dodge right out of the way of this guy slashing at the air. He misses. He misses Wormle, and you've rolled a 19 on the die <laughs> to hit him back, to hook him back. I'm sorry. What is your damage? All right. So, next
1: damage. <laughs> what? Next damage?
0: <laughs> Revenge. You hug him really hard. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who's
1: next? Uh, G- Grokino's going to go next.
0: What are you guys doing? These are like murder men. <laughs>
1: Don't manners. worry. Is, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> is about to die.
0: Yeah. Now you've gone around the backside of him, so you can't get a flanking bonus now with uh, with. <laughs> chambles oh Oh, no oh
1: no oh no oh no
0: even with the flanking bonus and your your skittermander bonus that is a miss (sighs) against his kac the only one that can bring us home now uh common clan tyler it's your turn
1: all right, I'm going to try and hug his face so I can lick out his eyeballs. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no.
1: I've only rolled a, a 9 to 12. Do I get flanking? Flanking?
0: No flanking.
1: That no. is his. No. No. Uh,
0: to, to be fair, he's entirely surrounded right <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, that is why you've got the Skittermander hug. You guys, one person can roll a d20 and elect who you would like to make that roll. And you get to get a, a free grapple check on him.
1: Gonna vote not me. I mean, I think it should be Jabert. He rolled the nineteen. He's, he's hey, maybe he's got the hot hand.
2: Yep.
0: I'm blowing on my fingers. Yeah. Yes. 14 is with a plus 10 is going to be a hit.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: he is grappled in the start of the second turn. He's got uh, you're like pulling down his knife hand. He's got one free hand, which. Happens to hold his semi auto pistol. Oh no. Oh, God,
1: what
0: oh wait. But firing a ranged weapon incurs attacks of opportunity, right? Technically, you are correct, Jabert. Oh. And we're going to allow those to happen uh, right now because he looks like he is about to <laughs> just put the pistol to <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Chamble's head and oh, pull the no. trigger. Alright, uh, hey guys, it's chopping time! Everyone may make a single reaction attack. A single a- a- attack of opportunity. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> <We're seeing laughs>
0: Alright. <laughs> a natural, we got a 19, an 18, a 20 on the dice. All of you just pummel him into submission <laughs> with <laughs> three hugs at a time, just like rapid fire hug, hug, hug. And he goes down unconscious. Oh. And we're out of combat. <laughs> Uh,
1: amazing
3: teamwork.
1: Chambers was merry hugging Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so on him, he has an advanced semi-auto pistol, a tactical knife, and a Mark II cryo grenade. Oh, all those. dance
1: right uh, there. Wodak would like to lick all of the items, including right. the unconscious guy. You Chambles do that.
2: smacks Wodak. Stop that!
1: Mm. Oh. Grokken
2: uh, throws his scarf across his shoulder. Chambl I got you at the <laughs> the semi-automatic.
0: chamble semi-automatic. Who wants, uh, does anybody want the knife?
3: Kronky picks up the knife to go with his salt and pepper shaker.
0: That makes perfect sense now he that you've said it. And a Mark II cryo grenade does <laughs> 2d8 damage.
1: I imagine that would be pretty fun to lick, so maybe Wodak will take that. Your tongue will stick to it.
2: Yeah, have you not seen a Christmas story?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm licking it. I don't even care. You're dead. Let it be canon to get stuck to his tongue. (laughs) Please!
0: (laughs) The grenade itself is not that cold. It's it's Um, like a a cold can of soda pop. And you guys, the, the stairs empty out immediately on the next floor into what looks like a floor that is in the midst of remodeling. Uh, You see bare stone floors, partially materialized walls, and building materials that litter the area. And you see a working comms unit in the the back of the room in this northwest corner that seems to be sparking to life. Ooh, what is this? If anybody uh, has uh, the ability to make a computer's check, uh, it looks like someone's trying to make... Uh, does, Does anybody... Let's all hit all the buttons and see what happens. All right. Warm rolled roll a five. So he, he does not. All right. It looks like both Wodick and Chamble, uh, you guys are most technologically advanced and are, you know, fighting over the, <coughs> the comms mouthpiece. But uh, over over the, the, the comms, you hear a voice say, attention, people inside the Blue Rise Spire. A hostage situation has taken place on the 30th floor. Please remain calm as Absalom Station C- security is on the case. What would you like to say back? Hi. Oh, jeez, who is this? It sounds like you're talking through a kazoo. I'm Chamble.
1: Chamble, is and that I'm your Woldeig. real? What? What? There's two of you? Yeah. How can we help? Well, I can lick. I can lick things really well. If you need anything licked, I can help with that. Otherwise, I'm not much useful. And I've got a pipe. We really
3: want to help. We really want to help. Please let we us. Really want to
1: help. What can we no, do to just, help you? Just, just stay where you are. It's uh. There's there's a it's hostage really... situation going on. It's really boring here. We're not going to stay here. We got to go help some other people. Yeah,
2: we already
0: already killed one of the bad guys. They were boring.
1: Uh, What? You've already? That's
0: that's crazy. Sounds like you might have some military experience. Well, Chambles Wodick, Nice to meet you. My name is Carl Winslow from Family Matters.
1: (laughs) Oh, hi, Carl. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. But you can call me Officer from Family Matters. Oh, Oh, that's a surname. I see. Yeah. Yep. Just one second. Give us your orders. So he says, Can I can I tell you something, Chambles?
2: You can tell me anything you want.
0: I'm all washed up as a station security ever well, since you should I, dry
1: yourself off.
0: I'm all washed up ever since I got called in on a disturbance. Thought I saw a perp with a gun, but it was just a goblin holding a hot dog. I killed him dead. Not with my gun, mind you, I punched its head clean off. <laughs> I haven't been the same since. Can't use my fists for anything. That's, That's a depressing story. Well, happy holidays. Stay calm. Just don't get yourself hurt. We're going to do our job out here, and we're going to get you all out and get you to safety, okay? And we're going to help. No, please, please do not no, help.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, no, help to
2: help you.
0: <laughs> As you guys are talking, behind you, the hyperlift elevator dings, and a strong Absalom movement dwarf comes out with a blonde mohawk. And a face tattoo of an anvil, and a face tattoo of an anvil on his face.
1: A face tattoo of an anvil, guys. He's got an anvil on his face. W- Wodak is scared and immediately throws the cryo grenade while saying, "I wonder what it. I wonder what your insides taste like when I lick them." Okay. Chamula says into the comm, "Gotta go! Bad guys are here!" Wait, w- Carl. Do do you have any cheese? Tyler, what did you say you wanted to do? I just wanted to throw the grenade immediately. <laughs>
0: Okay, all right. That didn't work out too well last time, right?
1: I know. That's why I want to get rid of it. Okay, all Especially right. Especially so, while we're all clustered together right now. Sorry.
0: Uh, you throw the grenade and it hits this glass wall partition between you <laughs> and the dwarf that you apparently just looked right through. You did not prime the grenade. You didn't say that you were throwing a live grenade, so it just hits the glass and <laughs> bounces off onto the ground. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> I feel I, I feel much better about that.
0: You guys hang up with Carl Winslow from Family Matters, and the dwarf, <laughs> the dwarf across the room says, "Come out, come out, wherever ye are. I won't hurt ye." I need you guys to make an initiative roll. Campbell shouts, "Promise!" He immediately starts, uh, starts shooting in your direction.
1: I don't think he promised it.
0: All right, so
2: we have a natural twenty for
0: Lodic. <laughs> and I've rolled a natural nineteen.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I rolled a natural twenty. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, you guys you guys keep keep wasting those twenties. Uh so this guy actually goes first and he's going to run over to a side of the room and, and duck behind a, a low wall and fires in your general direction and you're just gonna miss because he's got a ton of cover. Yeah, he misses badly. I've rolled a one. And now it's your guys' turn, and you can you can go in
2: whatever order you'd like. Uh well, Chamble's gonna Pop on up. How, how far can I go? 30 feet? Uh, yep. 30 feet of movement. Alright. I didn't know if it was different for Skitterbenders or not. I don't think so.
1: And he's gonna fire back.
2: Oh yeah, you've got the gun, don't you? <laughs> 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 Alright, so he's
1: exactly.
0: he's behind some cover, so he's gonna be uh, a little
1: more tough. Alright, greetings from my slightly larger friend!
0: And that is <laughs> a 20. 16 on the dice. That is a hit against him, even in full cover.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: That's, what 2d6 damage uh sure uh yeah 2d6 damage go ahead and roll me that all right oh That's boy bad. seven points of damage total yep all right yeah so a bullet rips through this dwarf uh through his shoulder and he's like uh what what uh what about the rest of you guys anybody else want to do anything right now
3: Pronky's is going to run down here and hide behind this big column
0: Alright, yep, there's some some support columns on odd ends of the room and that provides you total cover.
1: Uh Lodick well, will go and look at his grenade and try and figure out why it didn't do what he wanted it to do. Oh, <laughs> there's a pen. You gotta pull the pen. Oh, god damn. Okay, okay, okay. He's he's figuring he'll spend his turn figuring that out.
0: Uh, and
2: Grokin is going to just run right here because that puts him closest to where the bad guy
0: is. Great, great. Okay, so not in cover at all.
1: <laughs>
0: and <jibber. clears
1: throat> Uh, Hyper. Haven't we already used Hyper for the day? Oh, once mm-hmm. per day, yeah. Or, or, well,
2: or is this a different manager than you had the last time? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no. Guys haven't died in a whole room.
1: <laughs> so let's see.
0: But you can double move if you want. just says here, movement, aim your standard action. That'll do. All right, so you've moved right next to your good buddy right there in front.
1: I want to go. I want to go uh, uh, support him. I want to come up and, and shake one of his hands and say, "You're doing a good job."
0: All right, so this dwarf pulls a grenade out from his pocket. Oh no! And throws it right at you two, Jabert and Drew. Oh no! Uh, I need both of you to please make a reflex save. Ooh. Oh, so many natural
1: points tonight. Why don't you guys roll like this? I Drew don't know! Uh, the real question is, why are we wasting all this on the holiday episode? Yeah!
0: No, nah, we're fine. This this is fine. All right, so a fragmentation grenade explodes like right at your feet. <laughs> Grokken? Is that, is, Drew, that's your yeah, character? I think. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gro- Grokken is able to jump out of the way from many of the shards. You did take some... I think you took some damage getting out of the, the box and into the air ducts. so I we'll only have six
2: it. HP left, so
0: Yeah. We'll see how that works. Yeah. And Jibbert, you're playing Warmole Restro Golibbers. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Maybe yeah, not for it's... that long though. <laughs> let's see let's see how I roll. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Eleven points of damage as this grenade explodes, destroying Warmole Goliber's. And that is five points of damage.
1: <laughs> to, uh, to you, t- <laughs> five points. Oh, yeah. I'm down you to have one. Left. Down to one hit point
0: left, and it's your guys's turn. Uh, we've got another. Wait, another does Warmold Warmo get a, get a last thing to say? Oh yes, I'm so sorry, Jabert. Warmold's last word. As as the top half of his torso is just kind of careening <laughs> through the air past the dwarf, he just waves goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: All right. Your uh, guys's turn again. All right. So four of you,
2: fueled with rage, Chamble charges for shooting his gun. Already. Oh my goodness. <coughs> Rolling rocks tonight. Yeah, that's four. That's
0: These guys have AC like thirteen,
2: and that's uh two d six. Correct. All right.
0: <laughs> A great average of damage. Seven damage. Uh, yeah, your bullet rips through this guy's. Uh, head, and you help him to die. Hey! <laughs> to We're out Kim of combat. jumps up and down. Uh, so he has on him a machine gun, uh, three more frag grenades.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> as you open up his bag, 30 detonators spill out onto the floor and scatter underneath walls and, you know, in nooks and crannies all over the room and a comms unit.
1: Oh, uh, we'll take, okay, uh I'll take uh, Gr- one of the, I'll, I'll take one of the frag grenades. Groken no, will, Gra-
2: will pick up the machine gun.
1: Grokin?
3: I'll take a grenade.
1: Okay, so, But but I got something to say.
2: Do I have yeah. a machine gun now? <laughs> how, how, how?
0: <laughs> over the comms unit, you hear,
2: Grokin, come
0: in. Have you eliminated the targets? We need the detonators on the roof. Post
1: haste. Oh. You get oh. Oh. Okay. So what? I guys want to answer. Yeah. Oh, Wodak, yeah. We'll yeah. Go, we'll, go up there. We'll g- Wodak will grab it and be like, "Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. We have the detonators. Uh. How do we get to the roof? And. uh How. Ha. Uh, oh, this guy doesn't look good.
0: Oh. Why, hello, interlopers. Tell me, do you plan on taking all of us out just by
2: yourself? We don't uh, plan on anything. Yeah, we just...
0: Uh, Haven't we slain enough of your brethren? Isn't it wise to give up now? I mean, it's
1: like the legendary sage Skittermanderer said, It's better to die helping than to die not helping. That's not what he said. So we'll help you die or us die. Tell me more about how you plan to help us die oh, well, we're going to take all these grenades and all these detonators that you're supposed to have, but we have, and we're going to strategically set them up into places and then blow you up as you pass through them. <laughs> it's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you, do you have military experience? Is that a thing
1: that would come to your aid? I'm a captain in the Skittermanderer military, which is the equivalent of a civilian.
0: <laughs> um, What? what is your favorite kind of pizza?
1: <laughs> Ooh. That's a tough um, question. Uh, it's the it's for me pizza.
0: Oh, yes, yes. That's a good one. I've not
1: tried it in many
0: years, but I don't really care. I, I was just trying to stall long enough for my men to, to get to the floor that you're on. The elevator behind you dings and several five or six <laughs> armed guards step out and immediately start shooting up the room. Just full machine gun fire laying waste to everything. And you see another exit, another air duct on the side of the room behind you guys. There, there's no way you're gonna win this fight. I'll, I'll tell you right now because I will. Uh, but you can get out by by getting to that air duct. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, you see this exit, but between you and it is 30 feet, and the ground is littered with shards of glass from the the broken
1: oh, window no. pane.
0: Uh yeah, so everyone running through it I need to make a reflex save.
2: What uh, lick the grass can can Grokken instead of running through it lay down covering fire? <laughs> Go out in a place of glory. I have one HP. All right. I rolled a seventeen plus <laughs> plus four, so twenty one.
0: Alright, so that's a, a save and you can give a a bonus to to a friend, a plus two bonus.
3: I could use a bonus.
0: <laughs> what what did you roll? A four? Okay, yeah, eight. that's not great. Uh I think it's a seven. Yeah, it's a seven. Plus three to plus all saves.
2: Oh. Gro has rolled a fourteen. Four to... oh. oh. Grokken, you running? I mean I would like to put I would like to lay down covering fire, but and and go out in a blaze of glory, but you didn't tell me if I could do that or not.
3: Oh, can I lay down my you bib? You can, can lay down covering back.
0: fire and run away. I'm sorry, you lay down your bib.
3: Yeah. I have a bib.
0: I, you know what? I'm gonna allow it. That'll also give you a plus two bonus. But now your bib is gone. You can't get it back.
2: Okay. Oh, you're just fine with that. Yeah. So All if you right. have plus two, uh, I'm gonna give. Uh, What's your character's name?
3: Pronky. Pronky. How do you forget uh, Pronky?
2: I'm gonna give Pronky my plus two. Guys, that is such a foul name. Why are we saying it over and over again in this episode?
0: Well, it's not. It's not pronk, It's Pronky, and it means something different on on that planet. Okay, so uh, so you guys running through the glass, laying down fire. The bullets are ripping the walls of this floor up around you, breaking more glass. It is definitely like a war zone in here. And everyone that got over a 10 is taking half damage on this.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, well, I've rolled a one on the dice, so <laughs> let me just roll another D6 and a six on the dice. Uh. Seven points of damage to everyone that failed. Uh, that is Tyler, I believe. Uh, your character, uh, Wodok, Common Clan. Yes, yes. And but three I'm points still okay. to Rebecca. And three points.
2: I, I, had, I, rolled it, I had a ten on the die, so that would be a fourteen.
0: Three points of damage to True's character. So Grockin is uh,
2: deceased.
0: Miles, uh, you also take three points of damage. So Grockin. Go ahead and give me your last words.
1: What last am I supposed to say?
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> so Kronky right. picks up the machine gun off of Grokken's body.
0: That's fine. Yeah. And you, as you guys are crawling through these air ducts, you find two more Skittermanders played by Drew and Chippert.
3: I have a question. Since um, Skittermanders have six arms, can I just have my knife, my frag grenade, and my machine? Gun just all ready to go at any moment.
0: That's a great question. Yes, you can.
3: Awesome. Can I do that now?
0: Yeah, you can just be walking around, you know, to the teeth.
3: I want to be ready to help. Okay.
0: All ready. So, uh, Drew, you are playing a character named Karasty Bufuck. Buffock. B u f f o c k. Buffock.
1: We're gonna have to edit some of these names.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's just a, a common Scattemander. Surname. fuck. Yeah, don't be Craster. Don't be Craster. Yeah. Come on.
2: <laughs> but I so... am Karasty. It's the... Karasty. Yeah.
0: K A R A S T Y. Very you're free, common. You're freak Karasty. Yeah. You are a saffron colored Skittermander, and you hate M- Miles' character Skittermander as your potpourri. You you guys are known enemies, and you own a compass. <laughs>
2: okay uh p- clarification yes. magnetic compass for direction or pointy compass for drawing circles on a piece it of paper it doesn't
0: matter it's broken
2: <laughs> either, either <laughs> one it doesn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad you asked the clarifying question okay and Jabur your character's name is Fancy's Moss Quipper. Fancy's Moss Quipper. And you are a hot magenta Skittermander. very very bright, hot magenta. And your potpourri, your your character quirk, you're just happy to be here. And you own a half-inflated balloon. It's there. It's good. So the the three surviving one uh, Skiddermanders you meet up with these two in, in the the air ducts again. So you guys meet up, and you're crawling through, the the central air here. Uh, you hear in another office. Down below you, a a woman's voice, and you hear say, Yes, I know it was a liability hiring him, but even though Gilcrest was a wild card and opened us up to litigious action, the data his craft sent back was of great value to the firm. (laughs) Besides, we declared him a rogue agent as soon as he disappeared last week, so the company is in the clear. I heard he died out on the rock from our sources, so... There's nobody left to blame. I've got to go. There's some kind of hostage situation in the building. Happy days of Holly to you, sir.
1: That's my (laughs) ex-wife.
0: As you guys are climbing along, immediately the air shaft beneath you kind of drops away, and you are plummeting down a straight shaft. Uh, I need everyone to make
2: a reflex save right now. What? Can I land on that Pronk Chamble? Who? Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: you ate Miles' character. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Wait, what?
3: I think you were talking about me because my name is Pronky. <laughs>
1: Pronky? No.
0: Alrighty. Pronky rolled well, got an 18, Woduck 15, Chamble 15. So you guys all can give a plus two to somebody. Uh, Fancy's Moss Quipper rolled a nine, and Karassi Bokfok B- B- uh, a five. Uh, I reach so- out
3: for Fancy's and help him out. Uh, I, I don't about help say,
0: out Karasti at all.
3: <laughs> it seizes fine.
2: Uh,
1: oh, thanks, goes, everybody. I appreciate this.
0: You've rolled over a 10, Jabert, but uh, Karasti will need someone to help him.
2: Since he was uh, trying to land on me,
1: I'm just going to uh, let him fall. Uh, Bye, Karasti. Wodike will help Karasti.
0: Okay, so, uh, yeah, giving him a, a helping hand, you are able to swing him over to a, another section of the central air tunnel and you guys save yourself from falling very far.
1: I would have loved this so much if we just let Drew <laughs> 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 and, and just like Drew's like I'm back ah!
2: <laughs> I, made, I made
0: it an option that you know everyone could have done it. <laughs> like, if you rolled <laughs> badly, I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, so you get to another floor, and it, you see a uh, set of stairs that says rooftop access. And you're able to, to uh, open that door. Uh, it's, it's a push handle, so it's much easier. And, and climb up to the roof. Whee! At the top of the roof, a lone hover vehicle circles a lift pad roof access. And you see a number of air ducts and stairs leading to other landings. The main pad, there are a number of what looks like the party guests from the floor below. And oh, and before you guys, as soon as you get out up the stairs, you see a large set of explosives rigged with a detonator and a, a timer counting down to one uh, from one minute. And if you don't help those guests, it looks like it's going to blow up the the landing pad where they're, they're standing. And they're all going to die.
1: <sighs> well, good thing helps what we do. Mm hmm. I saw this in a screen of vid. We need to freeze the detonator. But how, how do we do that? Throw a cryo grenade at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Throw. <laughs> Pull pin throw.
0: Okay. How, how close are you going to be to make this throw?
1: I don't know. Where am I throwing it? <laughs> I'm, right, I'm right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm... Uh, there's some stairs in your way if if you want to oh, get okay. uh, uh, to be right about here where you'd be completely unperturbed. Yep. Uh, Right. Yep. Go, go ahead and make an attack roll.
1: Boom. I'm making it. I'm pulling the pin, and I'm throwing it. Oh,
0: you're remembering to pull the pin?
1: <laughs> this character.
0: 19. <laughs> nice. 19. Nice. So, yeah, you hit that thing square, the, the palm square.
1: <laughs> it's a cryo grenade. It'll freeze it.
0: All right. So it does have a, reading this right. That's a 10-foot radius. It's 50, foot. 15-foot radius. So I need you to make a reflex save for me. <laughs> And go ahead and roll 2d8 cold damage.
1: All right, six.
0: Okay, so it's not that bad. You definitely freeze the bomb up. It it doesn't destroy it. It still looks like it's counting down. Uh, but you take three points of damage.
1: <laughs> uh, it's just covered in ice. I now?
0: believe. Wait. I'm at zero. I'm at zero. Oh, no. <laughs> you only oh, have I three
1: win. points left.
0: <laughs> Another skittermander pops up <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like hey guys roll 1424 me <laughs> your new character's name is Bunkle Furtragelli. Okay. Bunkle Furtragushelly.
1: Uh Bunkle
0: Fertrug Shelley. It's a very common last name. You are a turquoise skittermander. Nice. and I feel like you've been playing all your characters this way so uh, just keep, keep on keeping on your character is super dumb and you own a handkerchief <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're not <sighs> that dumb characters but uh, yeah so you, you show up there's five of you now and there's still a, a bomb to dismantle and it has about 30 seconds on it now
1: somebody needs to cut the cord or, or oh no eat the bomb can I eat it?
0: No, it's uh, it's larger than you are. Damn it! Uh, this would be an engineering check to disable, and you guys can all try and make one if you want. Just start pulling wires
1: and yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do nope. it. Oh, my God. uh, Bunkle got an eighteen yeah. or uh, what, plus three, so plus. or plus four, so twenty-two.
0: Okay, we got Pronky who uh, you've rolled over a fifteen. This is a DC fifteen. And, and... Rasty has
2: rolled over a 15, a uh, Nice.
0: Great. Okay. So you guys don't accidentally set the bomb off. Good news. And even better news. You're able to, to dismantle this bomb. <coughs> it, it, uh, it goes down to about five seconds left and then it just, you know, turns off. Uh, you still hear screaming uh, coming from, from the, the landing pad and your, your comms unit lights up again. And you hear Lars Goober say, aha so it seems you are more resourceful than you look bravo but that was but one of my bombs and uh, from elsewhere on the roof you can hear the, the beeping of several other bombs the party guests are all running for the hills they're they're already making their way down to stairwells and the the flying vehicle around the the landing pad you hear over a a microphone say small furry creatures do not move or you will be fired upon and they immediately start firing explosive rounds and uh, the voice says whoops my finger slipped oh well fire upon them anyway
1: no we're trying to help
0: it looks like your uh, exit from the the rooftop is cut off because he is shooting right down like a, a kill lane from 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 over here uh, why don't you guys make a perception check for me? See what you can see. All right. We've got some good rolls here. So off to the side of the roof, it looks like there's a fire hose in a wheel well. And you imagine you can use this to climb off of the roof over here to the eastern side. Skitter, skitter, skitter. Sir. Yeah, you guys can move your minis right on over. Uh, I'm going to need all of you to make a reflex safe. Very simple reflex safe.
1: 16 for Bunkle, a a, 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 10 for a
2: a one for old Karasty, plus four, which is five,
1: three, plus three. was only plus three, so four. (laughs) Plus three. Uh, As if it helps.
0: Uh, A natural 20 from uh, Fancies. Is that correct? That's correct. Nice. Uh, So everyone that rolled over a 10 can give a plus two to somebody.
3: Bronky
2: so that's <laughs> Jabert
0: and Bunkle. Uh, sorry, oh, Jabert and Tyler. Fancies and Bunkle. You've got a plus two to get.
1: Uh, Bronki, Thank I mean, Thank you, Fancies. I'm, my guy is really stupid. So let's let's roll a let's roll a uh, a d ten. <laughs> no, just pick somebody, just you pick monster. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I a do game. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll pick Carasti. <laughs> don't
0: don't. <Carasty. laughs> Together plus two. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so that means I believe here, let me double check. Uh, yeah, so you guys are all falling off the roof, uh, grabbing onto this hose with various degrees of success, and you come crashing through a plate glass window uh, several floors below in, in the spire. And I need both Karasti and Chamble up hopers. Are you still Chamble, Miles? Yeah. Oh, man. I need you to make uh, both a reflex save for him. Oh, no. Miles, <laughs> My- <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> <roll another laughs> you roll another one. You uh, roll another one. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I rolled a 18
2: plus 3 is 21.
0: All right. So, M- Miles, Chambles only takes three points of damage, six points of damage to Karasty. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Six points. Great.
0: Yep, six points. And uh in <laughs> on this floor that you've crashed into, uh yeah, the, the the top of the roof goes up in a huge fireball you can you can hear from down below uh somewhere Michael Bay feels very excited and you guys uh amidst the broken glass, pick yourselves up and across the room you see Lars Goober uh, holding a pistol to the the android M- Marsha29's head. Oh, and he says, Still alive? If you wish to save this remaining hostage, I suggest you all drop your weapons. Wait. If I see that you're armed, this android will suffer the consequences. Come closer. Wait, did this android, was this the one who purchased us or the one who we were being given to? Uh, given to. Oh, okay. And this android, dripper, I should say, picked you up out of the crate and, and uh, kissed Fancy's moss quipper on the forehead.
1: Aww.
0: Yeah, you feel oddly attached.
1: Aww. I come up and I give her a big hug. Do you have <laughs> weapons on you? Nope. Okay. I'm just happy to be here. Okay.
0: <laughs> you just have to be here. I forget everyone's little quirks. Uh, what about the the rest of you that are armed? Are you dropping your weapon? Uh, chamber fires. Oh, no. Initiative rolls, everybody.
1: All right. Uh, Bumko got a 13. 13 7, 8. Bumko has a 20. Yeah, so you guys get to go first
0: uh, in the initiative order, and Chamble, go ahead and, and make that attack roll. All right. Now, Lars Gubert does have an 14, AC bonus here. Uh, 18. He's using a human shield, but that is enough. It's- and we got plus four that is enough to hit him go ahead and roll damage all right it's eight eight points of damage yeah you're you blast him in the shoulder and anybody else can go now as well <laughs> he, takes, gonna... he takes a round and is still holding the, the gun to her
1: i'm gonna step up and give him a big
0: old hug an attack hug? yeah I, is that not a thing anymore yeah no you can <laughs> i didn't yeah. know if you meant like a, a non-damaging hug or <laughs> an attack hook yes attack I, hug. I, I don't think that i know the difference between the two so <laughs> eh. all right five on the dice uh your hug misses you you hug a fire extinguisher behind him
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Bunkle will hug the android
2: because he's confused Okay. (laughs) Well, everyone likes hugs, Tyler,
1: so that's not that Uh, bad.
2: That's true. Uh, That's a 20. Your hug succeeds.
0: Did you want to squeeze so hard you do damage?
1: I mean, I feel like I don't know my own strength, so sure.
0: Go ahead and roll it.
1: (laughs) All right. Two points of
0: damage. Marsha looks down at you. She's like,
2: oh, they just want to be loved. You
1: monster. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
2: Karasti's going to come down and, and give a hug.
0: Give a hug to Large Goober. Yeah, natural twenty.
1: <laughs> 20. About time. Nothing,
0: nothing but ones and twenties for this character. So fucking crazy, bahfuck. Why don't you go ahead and that—that that is a uh, critical hit. Roll me uh, two d3s worth of damage. So three
2: points
0: and two points. All right, so you go up and you hug Goober's leg. And it's enough to throw him off balance. And he goes careening backwards through a plate glass window, dropping his gun, but also holding on to Marsha. And they go flying out backwards. Uh, all of you guys can give me one final reflex save to, to try and, and hold on to. Hold on to Marsha.
1: I'm already holding on to Marsha.
0: Oh, yes, you were.
2: okay. <laughs> it's uh, 14 plus 4, 18. I oh no, sure. I'm thirteen, uh so seventeen. 18. Okay, alright.
0: And let's see, Pronky's rolled over a ten. Uh fancy's what have you rolled here? Seven. Aww. everyone that has rolled over a fifteen, Chamble and Crassi, you can give a plus two bonus and hold on to Fancy's and or the Android, who are both going out the window now.
2: We should probably um, who do you want to save, Chamble? I mean, I think the android's supposed to be our owner. Pronk you. We're going to save the other one. Oh, you can. <laughs> I <gotta> keep forgetting. <laughs> okay. So you I'm give going a- for the android. <sighs> okay. Wow. Uh, uh, t-
0: Tyler, you, you can ma- make a reflex save as well. You can you oh, can hook okay. multiple people because you've okay. got big like arms.
1: Natural uh, 20.
0: You save both. Uh, no! f- fancies and uh, Marsha. And you see Lars Goober uh, falling to his death in slow motion and just completely shocked that he was hugged to death by a skidder And And uh, yeah, he falls like 35 floors and goes Blat! On the concrete yeah. outside. We're out of combat.
1: And then Reginald yeah. Bill Johnson shoots him? a uh, uh, Who? Reginald ah. Bell Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Reginald Bell Johnson has not been introduced to this story. Are you talking about Carl Winslow? Oh my god! From Shut Family up. Chamble pushes Karasti uh, out the window too.
0: <laughs> Make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
2: Nineteen plus four. Karasti,
0: I need a reflex save. Here, here comes
1: that
2: a natural one. one. Please be one. Oh. <laughs>
0: Natural twenty. Natural Natural 20. Uh, you catch yourself before he is able to push you out and uh, both of you are picked up by Marsha 29 and they give you a big hug and be like, you guys are going to share the same bed because you look like best friends.
1: No. Ah!
0: All right. In our epilogue.
1: I'm Bunkle. <laughs> Did you just say I'm Bunkle? <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid.
0: All of you limp out of the tower, and Marsha29 is listening to the tales of your adventure. How, how are you explaining what you've done to save all, all the uh, hostages?
1: Shoom, bad guys! I was in a box, and then suddenly I was on the roof of a building that had a bomb on it. <laughs> and then we disarmed the bomb, and then some dude flew out a window that I didn't care about. Yeah. yeah that's adorable. Yeah, I didn't know most of the plot to this story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the moral of the story is, never build your building with plate glass windows, because they break.
0: I'm so glad you guys discovered the secret moral of the story to Die Hard, which is what we've been playing. <laughs> the secret moral to the story this is to push people
1: out the window. <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: you all sound awfully brave. How about, as a reward, I make you all 50 pancakes, and we have a slumber party at my place.
1: Yeah! Uh, but I, lo- uh, I, I like waffles. I lost
3: my bib. Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> walking up to you, a human Absalom Security Corps member just shaking his head, and he says, Well, look who it is. <laughs> we got a couple of bona fide heroes in our midst. It's Carl Winslow from Family Matters, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carl!
0: He, he puts his, his hand, his, his balled-up fists on his waist and just kind of shakes his head. And just then, a strong Absalom movement member bursts forth from the crowd of hostages, and he has a gun. He aims it directly in your direction.
3: Oh no! Pronky opens fire with with the machine machine gun.
1: <laughs> Campbell uh, follows up with his gun into the crowd. You haven't seen this movie, have you? <laughs> no, not in a while. <laughs> Oh,
0: Oh, boy.
1: Uh, Does it matter?
3: My skittermander certainly hasn't seen the movie.
0: (laughs) It's a classic on their planet. Uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters knocks your gun aside and he steps up to... Uh, to the terrorist with a burst of speed you wouldn't think possible from someone in the physical form that he is in he leaps (laughs) through the air punching the strong Absalon movement member in the face and his head goes flying off and blood sprays all over the concrete like a timed water fountain drenching everybody (laughs) and uh Carl says "Uh, I guess I didn't know my own strength and all the hostages and police around you laugh in
1: unison.
0: <laughs> Roll credits. The the blood overhead uh, splatters onto the concrete uh, of the buildings, spelling out the words, the end. And then a final blood spurt dashes a massive question mark to the end of that fade to black. Yay! Yay! Happy holidays, Patrick. Hey, guys. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna calculate who survived the the longest in our our Skiddermander game that I've been calling "Help Hard." It
1: had, it had <laughs> to be Chamble. I mean, I think it's yeah, Chamble hands down. I don't think you need to. I
0: was about Chambles to say around for a while. It, so we no,
3: he was added after all of our second characters.
0: No, no, no. Well, uh, we'll we'll go back and listen to it, but I do think Chambles is one of the <laughs> the eldest. Because Miles, you only had two
2: Skittermanders, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I only yeah. had two.
2: Ooh. I mm. pro- pro- have to do some math. In my- <laughs> yeah, because uh, my first one lasted until the first air duct. And then from there, uh, <laughs> he lasted... I'm glad
0: I'm glad we recorded all this because I don't remember anybody's names about who died and
1: when. (laughs) (laughs) I was Uh, so excited. I had such a cool Skinnermander, like action movie Skinnermander, and then Becca's just like grenade dead. I did nothing. I did nothing. (laughs) My first. That's why I tried to
3: open fire at the end because I was like, I'm so bored. I'm doing nothing. I'm just hiding behind walls stuff like and, and <laughs> waiting for other people to do things i want to do something
1: yeah you um, haven't seen the movie die hard have you you, you that's, did that's, no, all, that's all the movie is you you did enough in the beginning where you murdered yourself and me
3: i know but <laughs> oh boy but yeah oh, i wow. only had two characters because i had the one that tickled and i have the one that
2: <laughs> let's not revisit that one please, <laughs> <laughs> we- <laughs> please.
3: <Yeah>. i'm sorry <laughs> you- i made you uncomfortable
0: I think you guys had uh, six more oh. Manders on this uh, D20. I was only going to let you have 20. So like 15 dead. That That's going to do it for our holiday episode, guys. I, I hope you had a good time. I yeah. My sides hurt. I'm going to go apply some bandages <laughs> to them. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed so hard in a long time. and uh, That was super fun.
1: The outro. We gotta end with Rebecca's catchphrase from this episode. Her first character <laughs> that I didn't Re- use at all. Well, no, you died pretty you, quickly. You, so. Yeah, you died pretty quickly, but you at least used it. Uh, the, your final words. At yeah. least had it in there. What? Well, what? We're, well, we're, give it. Give it to us again.
0: Sporical Blumpties, last words.
3: Ping-a-wangle. wingle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The real thing, look it up, look it up. <laughs> Good night everybody. Thank you for
0: playing with me everybody Have Very a happy holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas and uh oh, a Happy we-
2: New Year.
3: Crit bit commencing in three, two, one. Crit bit initiated.
0: All right, and we're back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around after another episode, of Cosmic Crit, and this is our Crit bit—a little bit of extra content we throw on to our best episodes where we talk about the game, talk to one another about our characters, do some fun things, and talk to special guests. Uh, joining me tonight are two players, Jabert. Say hello, Jabert. Hello, Jabert. And Drew.
2: Hello, Jabert. <laughs>
0: didn't I? Simon didn't say say hello, Jabert. <laughs> You're off, Drew. Get out of here. We don't need you anymore. But uh, joining us also tonight, a very special guest uh, from Paizo. Say hello, Thurston Hellman.
2: Hello, Thurston Hellman. Oh,
0: man, you guys are too good. All right, <laughs> you get to stay, Thurston Welcome. Uh, I, I think I mentioned this before. It feels like everyone that plays a a Paizo game is already on a first name basis with you, just because you're you seem to be like the face of not just organized play, but a lot of the the players. You're you're on the the PISO message boards. You're answering questions. So can can I call you Thurston? Is that all
2: right? Uh, you can even call me thirsty, which oh, most gosh. people do. I, I would not have dared. I will allow this. I will let this pass, sir. Thank you, Thirsty. Uh,
0: Welcome to Cosmic Crit and our crit bit here where we're going to talk talk about a lot of Starfinder stuff, believe it or not. <laughs> it's kind of our shtick here. Awesome. So first of all, you are the main developer for Starfinder Society, the...
2: Uh, yeah okay. so so my official role in the title or in the company is starfinder Society developer so mm-hmm. I am the, um, the primary developer who works on starfinder society scenarios I work on the organized play team which is headed up by our uh, organized play lead developer John Compton who right since you're since you're playing through the adventure path yeah. um, he wrote adventure 2 for dead sons oh yeah uh, we're, ju- we're about, about to jump right in nice uh, John is a good friend of mine. I've known him for several years now. We worked long before Starfinder with um, like Pathfinder Society stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he heads up the, the organized play uh, development uh, side of things, and along with the two of us, there's Linda Zayas-Palmer. She is the Pathfinder uh, Society developer, and so she does development similar to what I do on, on the mm-hmm. Pathfinder side. And then uh, working along with us is uh, Tanya Woldridge, who is the organized play manager, and she handles a lot of the logistical uh, vo- volunteer convention support, all all that good stuff.
0: Right, right. Now I I have to admit that I have not myself played any organized play, but Drew, you've you've played some, right? You talked about it on a a Cripit before.
2: Yeah, so it's a a kinda situation. So uh, (laughs) Rebecca and I were at DragonCon this this past year, as we go uh, every year. Um, And Starfinder, of course, had just launched uh, (laughs) like... A week before, uh, something like that. And, uh, Gen Con. yeah. It, so they were doing uh, demos of Starfinder at Dragon Con, and they were also doing, uh, organized play events. And, um, we just happened to luck into a spot in one of the organized play events. We were playing the the iconic characters. Um, I remember I was playing Obuzaya. Um, uh, I think Rebecca's playing the Technomancer, whose name escapes me at the moment. But R- it, Raya. Raya. <clears throat> It was really interesting because we had already started doing our show, uh, and we had already started getting into characters and learning things like that, and then finding out that there is this whole way that you can go and create a character online and just get different things that apply to your character that you can take from game to game and it doesn't have to necessarily be one D- GM or DM and uh, and the same group of people every week. You can go to a game over here and your progress will count to a game over here and my hand gestures don't work on an audio podcast.
0: No, no we're all audio here. But everyone, imagine Drew is just gesticulating wildly.
2: <laughs> and uh, I just, it was surprising to me that Again, I'm also a, re- a very new role player. This is really the kind of the first go round for any kind of tabletop role playing game for for me. i uh, just kind of surprised that th- that anybody had thought of it in the first place. It seems like such a good idea. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's it's an interesting thing. I, I look back at sort of my background in role playing games and starting to be a freelance author for paizo way back in the day and i mean i wrote my first pathfinder society scenario without having a hot clue what organized play was. So <laughs> I was i was very much in a similar boat um by the time my second scenario came out i was kind of like i should actually read the rules that you know this organized play thing is all about and um you know it, it is a really neat concept uh, for, for those who aren't familiar the idea with organized play is that we have um Volunteers uh, across the across the world who essentially run games at stores. Um, th- th- these aren't so much volunteers as they're fans who are running stuff at stores, you know, everywhere in the world. And you can show up, and because of the structure of the organized play program, you can bring your character from one location to another. So you can go from a lot of people do this. They'll go from. Uh, between conventions all across you know North America and the world bringing their same character and we have people who maybe meet up once or twice a year sometimes less who they know each other because of their characters and like forum posts and, mm. and all of that sort of creates a community um, and it's also great for people who don't really have the ability to get into a home game i mean maybe you maybe because of your schedule you're just can't get into that home game or you just don't know people especially if you're traveling a lot or you've just moved into a new area i find mm-hmm. that home camp or that organized play games are great to get introduced to a whole bunch of new people uh, per- personally speaking i sort of got involved uh, with our local organized play uh, group here after Two of my scenarios had been released, and they're like, "Oh man, we should have you come and run some." And then I did, and I, yeah, I, I don't have a ton of time. I you know work a job and all that, but I, I would come up for the occasional game. And eventually, I found a group there that I really liked, and actually ran through uh, an entire adventure path for that group. So it's a great way to find players and and really create those community connections.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only in, um, your friendly local gaming store, um, I I was surprised to find out that there was a ton of online play as well. Uh, you know, as we're, we're talking, uh, we use discord to record our our episodes and our interviews because it's the best audio quality, but, uh, huge, huge groups for organized online play. Uh, on on Discord, which I was, I was uh, you know very excited to see. I didn't I didn't know it was as crazy popular and, and rabid uh, those players uh, as, as they were.
2: Oh well, yeah, the online community is is certainly a growing, but already significant. Uh, community that we have and that's why for for organized play we just recently had some announcements where we kind of have have made online its own region in terms yeah invention support and everything because they just have that player base i mean it's funny you mentioned discord i can bring up the the online channel for organized play right now and there's over 350 people online right now mm. it's crazy
0: I, I try to jump in and, and take a look and yeah, people are always playing. They're always chatting. Uh, and what, what you mentioned, it being its own region. Uh, I found that very interesting that there are boons that you can get for your games that are based on where you are in the country, but also there's like an extra boon that you can earn by playing an online game. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. I, um, did I read that right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no, a hundred percent. Um, what we had to do when we kind of were releasing Alien Archive uh, for, for organized play, one thing about organized play, for those of you who aren't familiar, is we, we do have what's called our additional resources and sanctioning process, which is really about looking at any rules books that come out and reviewing them to make sure that they're going to work for for an organized play. Right, I mean, right. there, there are some things that just rules-wise, you can have it in a home game, but they might not jive well when you're taking a character to different tables every week with different GMs and different Right. Uh, um, so with with some of that content what we do like with races for example sometimes you know some of the races especially in starfinder are pretty unique and have some specialized backgrounds and we want to make sure that those races are really special in the campaign um For example, you know, the Skittermander, which we will be uh, having a little uh, contest for later on in this segment. But the the Skittermander is something that if if we opened it up and allowed it on day one, I think every table would be full of Skittermanders. And there would be some poor GM who would have to run those tables. Uh, (laughs) A game of all Skittermanders? Who's ever heard of that? That sounds ridiculous. Madness. And and, and, I mean, we have to have have some control over that. And also, it's it's a great reward. I mean. Mm One thing we found from the Pathfinder side is that race rewards make a a, a very good and enticement to to have people come out to conventions and play and are good rewards. So what we decided to do for Starfinder, just because we had so many different races in Alien Archive, was to basically allot two races to what we're calling mega-regions, which are conglomerations of different areas of the world that form a Mm. mega-region. And we have four of those, so depending where you are in the world, you have access to these two races, and then every three months or so, we're going to be rotating those out. But online is its own kind of unique beast in that we wanted to have we wanted to give online its own reward but there is a certain ease of i can show up and play an online game and not have to leave my house so we want to make sure that whatever online has it's not in the same pool as our physical regions just so that everything's on a leveling field we found that by giving online its own special races we kind of hit both sides of what we wanted to Great, great.
0: Yeah, so in the, the, the base game, you make up this character that you can take anywhere. And do you normally – would you sit down at a table with people of, like, different levels, like skill levels and uh, their character levels? Is that difficult for those GMs? Because for me, that would – that seems like that would be a
2: headache. <laughs> so, so, I mean – we have some, some specialty rules in place that, that mm-hmm. guide some of that. The biggest one being is uh, what you'll see with organized play scenarios is they all have what's, what's called a tier. Uh, our most common tier that we're using right now is tier one to four, which means that scenario is applicable for any characters that are first to fourth level. And-
0: I was going to ask how that worked with, uh, with character level. It seems like there'd be a pretty big gap in survivability. Yeah, for sure.
2: Character
0: first <laughs> for sure. I was, I was imagining, like, I would make up a character, and I'd go to my local gaming s- store, and <laughs> an hour later, I'd be walking out with my head held low. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, so... Along with tiers, which is our our primary method of of letting you know like what level range is this going to be suitable for, we have what are called sub tiers. So in our Mm. in our one to four, there's tiers or sub tier one to two and sub tier three to four. And the idea Mm. being that every encounter in in the book or in the scenario, I should say, um, any of those encounters have the listed stats for both sub tiers. And sometimes that can even mean, like, the creatures you fight might be different, or the the stats are radically different, or there's more of a creature to sort of fill out the, you know, the required APL and CRs and all of that jazz. Right. But the idea is, is that once you get all of your players sat at the table, you figure out your, your basically your average level range, and then you fall into one of two sub tiers.
0: I see. I see. So it's based on the average party level.
2: Exactly, and then mm-hmm. that way you kind of have those situations where if you have a, if say you have a table that's you know five fourth levels and one first level, well that first level's playing up a bit, yeah. um, <laughs> and then conversely if you have a whole bunch of first levels, get behind
0: me, everybody, level, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> follow so me. It's one of the it's one of those funny situations where it, it, it's. It's not the. It's not ideal by any means. I mean, you're not going to be as as well matched encounter difficulty wise as you would be in, say, an adventure path where there's that static progression. But this also lets people show up with those characters and play in that sort of level range area. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I found that very interesting. It, it, it's something. Like I said I've been uh wanting to jump in either to my local gaming store or online and and play or GM a game. I I like believe it or not game mastering uh, a good deal. I've done it for a number of years. But uh it just seems like I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want to do something wrong and like mess someone's game up if you know it's a character they've been working on for a long time. Uh what what would you say is to someone like me or someone that's not you know heard or played or organized play before what's uh, you know what would what'd be something you'd say to assuage some of their fears of of diving in for the first time?
2: I think from especially from a GMing perspective, I mean, it, it's like having a home table. You're there with mm. a group of people who are there to have fun. Uh, like they want to tell a story. You want to tell a story. I mean, certainly there's that fear that you're going to come in and an encounter is going to go terribly, terribly wrong, and you're going to kill their characters. But th- that's also what players are coming to the table for, too. There has to be that, that sense of danger. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, when, when we we spoke with Rob McCreary, he said he was a an old school gamer, and he doesn't mind an <laughs> in, in AP or a uh a scenario or a fight being the very ha- hair raising
2: <laughs> oh oh yeah i know that's that's completely wrong. um <laughs>
0: yeah I, I'd, and, I'd love him to gm for me and, and uh just leave with white hairs at the end of every game session
2: and i mean some scenarios too you're gonna you're gonna find that they're in pathfinder society over the years we've certainly come up with our share of this scenario is Has a reputation for for killing one or two player characters, you know.
0: Well, that's what like old school d d was like, wasn't uh, what Tomb of Horrors or uh, there's some that Gary Gygax, you know, was famous for (laughs) murdering players at conventions, right? (laughs)
2: But I think the main thing for coming into organized play, especially if you're interested in jamming, is just to know that it's 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 a group affair. Like mm. you're doing you're doing your best to to put on a good show for those players. They're they're coming in to have a good time. I mean, I I don't think anyone and GMs are you know the the resource we want the most uh, for organized play because it's really you know the, there's one person that determines the fun of like five to six or five to seven people. Right. Um, right. Like GMs, people want to encourage people to GM. So you, you, you get a lot of really good people player wise when when you step up to GM, I think. And I I know for a fact I have never had like a a truly bad experience ever GMing. <laughs> and I, I do it at conventions all the time now.
0: So speaking of the the scenarios and uh, your kind of guiding hand in the the, the seasonal stories, because they they do somewhat interconnect in that you're all starfinders you're working for the the starfinder society in universe in the game universe is there a, a lot of pressure on, on making each of these individual stories really stand out because for a lot of players it might be the the first time they ever sit down to to play starfinder H- have you gotten a lot of feedback from from first time players in in your uh, your scenarios over the last couple months
2: oh absolutely I mean <laughs> We we had a, a debrief with our game masters from Gen Con, which is the first time it was really run live. So yeah. the feedback just kind of happened from there onwards. Uh, but I mean, there is a certain amount of pressure when you're, when you're designing these scenarios to make sure that you're going to have something memorable. And also, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't recognize is that organized play is really putting out... Uh, right now sort of the lion's share of the content for oh yeah uh, for for starfinder um just as as a game uh i recently was out in seattle uh for the paizo christmas party because i i myself am not actually in (laughs) seattle with the rest of the crew i'm i'm in canada i do all my work remotely um but when i was down in seattle for the the christmas party you know hanging out with uh, rob mccrary who as you mentioned you interviewed and we were talking how how funny it was that you know on on some levels like here's the society that's pushing out more content right right now than the adventure paths are and we've recently made our announcement of going switching to two scenarios a month which right when you look at our word count is about twenty thousand words a month um,
0: oh yeah i think by page count uh, i mean pretty quickly you'll outstrip the you know the page count for the the ap story right
2: oh oh, yeah and i mean we're already somewhat there because we launched with five events at GenCon. yeah And, and so it's it's this interesting situation to be in but rob and i work really closely together i mean myself and john like my my boss john compton he sort of goes over everything that i put down for adventure ideas then rob reviews the outline after that so we we kind of have it go through various passes to make sure like okay does this fit with the setting is this is this gonna Mm. work and so while there's pressure i also feel like i've got a good group of people backing me up on it so if we if an idea reaches a freelancer to write it we're pretty confident that okay, this is gonna this is gonna be a a good thing to get out to this. Is
0: awesome. there a is there a particular idea that you or a particular what should I say motif theme story element that has hit you that you can talk about that you, you were just like that's wild and awesome and I can't wait for everybody to know about this. Oh. Like some, maybe something that's happened already or like what, what
2: what's what been like the coolest coolest thing so so i guess right now we sort of have have two of those one of which is released and one of them is coming up um awesome. the, the first one that we uh that we really tackled that, that i'm i'm a big horror buff i love like horror movies and, and horror scenarios yeah. and <laughs> i i knew that we basically when i was doing the initial pitch i'm like okay we need alien the scenario yeah <laughs> yeah and so that ended up coming out right after gen con it was our september release uh cries uh, cries from the drift and that was done by uh Pizer developer uh, joe Piscini, who submitted this excellent turnover and then i i I got to put my hand at making a lot of changes to that one just because I, I feel very strongly about horror. So I, I, I went in and made a bunch of additions and it turns out it fans really love it. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but that, that idea of, you know, like the alien on the, the derelict starship. And we have a whole bunch of stuff going on in that scenario. It's, it's really kind of spooky. And that one has, was really fun just to work on, um, and has been received really well, which is always good to see. Um, But as far as things that like really excited us from, from the get go, when we were pitching our, we pitched the like first seven to eight scenarios Mm -hmm. prior to Starfinder Society even launching. And one of the ones we thought up was it was going to be a very traditional like dungeon crawl. You're going to go into the, the space mega dungeon and do a, you know, a level of the space mega dungeon. Mm -hmm. But the twist is that, an Eoxian reality TV crew is accompanying you on this. (laughs) Of course they are. (laughs) So, in January, (laughs) in January, we have um, Scenario uh, 1-08, Live Exploration Extreme, which (laughs) is uh, a team of Starfinders goes into this mega dungeon, but because of prior agreements they have, um, there's an undead camera crew that goes with them. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, John Compton is actually going to be writing that and that was one of those those pitches when we made it everyone in the room kind of lit up and was like, "Oh yeah, people are going to love that."
0: Oh yeah, no. People people were waiting uh for when the official Eoxian uh uh death TV shows were going to be put into canon, you know, and like shown in canon. <laughs> yeah, when I read that in the uh, in the core rule book, I was just like, "Oh, oh boy. Oh boy." <laughs> is yeah i've already talked to a lot of homebrewers who are like i'm just gonna make this my campaign
2: and we ended up putting an npc into uh one of our earlier uh october scenario uh 0105 first mandate by another Pfizer staffer liz Lydell, she's one of our uh, editors we put in an eoxian reality tv mogul oh right yeah, uh, yeah. whose name is Zoe with an exclamation point um and and we got this just dead on perfect art for him with the microphone and the, the kind of like finger gun and oh just
0: dead <laughs> and the on the head's kinda of microphone shaped too, so it's great.
2: It it yeah.
0: Just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've never done any organized play, so I really don't have a sense of how big a community this is, and I'm curious if you have an idea of Relative to how many people are playing Starfinder in sort of a traditional around the table setting, like in, their, in somebody's home or, you know, in a, in a kind of a dedicated group, how popular is organized play? Is this like an enormous part of the community that I've just completely <laughs> been missing? Uh, a- absolutely.
2: It's, okay, okay, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it, you know, and I was exactly the same way going back to before I had any inkling as to what organized play was. I would show up at, you know, Gen Con or conventions across the world and see these rooms that were filled with people. Um one of one of my earliest projects that I did was I wrote one of the Gen Con Interactive specials for Pathfinder Society. Oh gosh. <laughs> Five plus years ago now I think. But it, it's it's insane to see a room full of people and you're realizing like there are in this room over a thousand people playing this scenario wow um, and then you you take that and spread it across the world where you know some game nights have anywhere from you know one table all the way up to you know some some areas are running like ten tables a night It's crazy right. mhm
0: that that is a lot <laughs> and
2: so so yeah it's it's insane, and I mean with our recent announcement of two scenarios i I was um saying in a in another presentation I did recently that, you know, the the question I kept getting asked from Gen Con until now was, Okay, this is great. Starfinder Society, you know, we're really glad to launch. Things seem to be going well. When are we getting more content? When are we getting two scenarios <laughs> a month? Give me more, give me more, give me more which is a very common trend in Starfinder, right?
0: Now. Well, yeah, no, I, I- I think people even before the first AP book came out it was like so when's that second AP <laughs> oh, when's yeah. that going to be announced
2: <laughs> yeah oh, boy, I mean, those people. are those are all those fun things that it's like oh we 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 want to announce more but you know we need to make sure we have all the resources lined up mhm I, I speak as someone who's also done freelancing on our two next announced books. Like I did some work on pack worlds and I've done mm. some work on the armory now. So it's like, yeah, we, we just need to get, get those resources. And <laughs> like we're, we're hoping to, to give as much Starfinder content as people want, which seems I'm, to be a lot.
0: Well, yeah, I'm very excited because I think at the one year anniversary, like next August, there'll be what, like four core rule, bo- or no, maybe, yeah, four core cool rule books, right? Because I don't think the second Alien Archive would be out by then. And then almost all – no, in August, I think all the AP books for the the first AP will be out. And then by that time, how many society scenarios would be out
2: Oh, by August? I can answer that. I can be all prepared. Yeah.
0: Well, I was about to say, if like it's two a month after this, that's like – uh it, you know eight I can give you away. An exact
2: I can give you an exact answer I just need to open my fancy spreadsheet that
0: that's what I'd say you have like um, a calendar
2: yeah bit more uh, yeah you can call it that it's a terrifying excel spreadsheet where I track a bunch of stuff um by right now for Gen con we'd be looking at about like our 21st scenario
0: wow <laughs> that's that's crazy uh, I mean yeah there's there's just not enough time in the week to 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 play for me, <laughs> this game, my keep up my Pathfinder games, and and, and also do Society, but I want to
2: <laughs> see, and it's funny too because I say twenty one, and now I go look in the specifics, and I'm like, oh, we also have. You know, we just announced our first interactive special, so we're going to have that, which is always a bigger mm. beast. Um, we have our quest pack that we had at Gen Con, we had our special we had at Gen Con, so there's there's even more content on top of that, which yeah, is just crazy.
0: It, should should we tell people about uh, the the special giveaway that you have at this? Yeah,
2: point? yeah. Let's take a let's take a quick uh, time for for those of you who are listening and are interested in organized play or are longtime organized play fans. Uh, one of the the new promotional initiatives that we run at Paizo is anytime someone from the organized play team attends you know, a live stream, a, a podcast uh, and, and any anything online like that uh, as long as it's myself John, Linda, or Tanya uh, any members of that team we, we've been giving out promotional boons that are some of our specialty races that really have very limited access right now our current promotional boons uh, are for Starfinder Skittermanders, and for um, Pathfinder the From Ultimate Wilderness the uh, the Gorans, sort of the some of the plant people we have, uh, which is funny because you think Skittermanders everyone would want them, but we've also had well, a lot of people wanting Gorans too. I was
0: about is, to say I've, I thought you were about to say leshy's the, <laughs> <laughs> the Skittermanders of
2: Pathfinder. <laughs> well, it's it's funny you say that. We wanted to do Leshies as that, but. We're pretty sure Linda, who on the team is the, the leshy enthusiast and mm-hmm. I believe actually wrote those rules. Uh, she would probably murder John and I in our sleep if we, uh, gated them too harshly. <laughs> nice. uh, but, uh, so we, we do these giveaways and how they work is for any of you listening, what you need to do is you need to send an email to the following email address. It's, uh, organized play, all one word, organized play at paizo.com. Now, in the subject line, each of our shows were were having different keywords. So for today's show, the the keyword is is a word that's very important to me and very Starfinder iconic. It's azimuth. And that's (laughs) A-Z-I-M-U-T-H. As in the azimuth laser pistol, which I think 80% of the NPCs I've received from freelancers have had (laughs) in their equipment. uh, Because it is a Nice, reliable, first-level laser. But yeah, if you um, send an email to OrganizedPlay at Paizo.com with Azimuth as the subject line, you'll be entered into a draw to win one of those promotional boons. And the number of those that we give away are entirely based on the number of entrants. So the more of you that enter, the more of those boons we end up giving away, which is super cool.
0: So interesting. Um, Do you know how many Skittermanders are out there in the Organized Play universe right now?
2: (laughs) Um, I would say at this point, less than 10. Wow. Yep. Oh, boy. Wow. How, how
0: special would you, like, can you imagine if you're the new kid on the block and you sit down at an organized play table and you're like, they're like, oh, who are you playing? And you're like, Skittermander
2: Soldier. <laughs> His <laughs> name is <laughs> Beef Hard Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have our internal jokes on uh, on skitter hard skitter (laughs) manders. Yeah, the the hardest helpers of the most. Right. They help even when you might. You might see more of that down the line. Who knows?
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Well, speaking of down the line and and things in the future, uh, you mentioned a little bit about Starfinder's future releases. And when we've uh, had Pizo folks on, we we've talked about you know the future books like you said, packed worlds. I'm very excited to for the next major release to find out more about the planets in the the packed world system. Uh, can can you tell us a little bit about what exactly you were working on with that book?
2: Uh, for sure, um, I was actually working on. I got to do the um, planetary overview for Avalon. Oh the, nice. the planet closest to the sun with all of the robots and a lot of mysterious stuff. Um so I, I wrote yeah. that several months ago and it's funny because right now i have some of the the proofs in the four pack worlds as i'm going over it to sanction material and giggling at all the art and how awesome <laughs> it turned out and i'm bragging right now but seriously yeah. it could be great when it comes out uh but no i worked on uh i worked on Avalon for for that which was super exciting
0: uh yeah i was just reading something on the paizo message boards um Well, I don't know, and you don't have to say one way or the other, if they will be a playable race starting in that book, but something about them having a form of like machine psychic language, the (laughs) Abalonians, the the robot race. That sounds so cool.
2: (laughs) There's a lot of cool content, especially rules wise in that book, too. I I think even I was surprised because it's one thing when you see an outline for a book and you kind of are siloed into writing your own section for it when you're freelancing. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to see the finished product and go, wow, there were a lot more rules in this thing than I thought there would be.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was as soon as the core rule book came out. I, I've said this like a dozen times. The setting chapter of the Starfinder core rule book, just so amazing, such a great read. And it just gives Game masters so many ideas about, um, you know, making up your homebrew or just adding stuff to the, the content Paizo is putting out. But one of the things I immediately wanted from either Future Alien Archive was to play as an undead character, play as an Eoxian, which you kind of can do now, uh, you can play as a Librians and, and play as an abalonian. I'm very excited to, about the possibility of just being complete robot, you know, 100% construct.
2: I I think there's there will be a lot of things in that book that people will kind of go oh that's that's awesome. I can't really give anything away yet because we haven't done our previews on it but I Mm. think people won't be disappointed with what they see impact worlds and then after that we kind of get going into armory is the next hardcover and Mm. i had a i had a section of that um just a certain type of item that i sort of specialized in so i in in my case i i wrote up a bunch of the the magic items that are going to appear in that book awesome yeah yeah so so which is an interesting thing right because it's like the science fantasy book and then it's like nope no no old reliable magic items i i know how to do those i've done pathfinder (laughs) ones before uh but they were in you know radically different and oh yeah we got to have a lot of fun with like concepts of like how does certain magic items work with technology that should be a fun thing to suss out
0: one thing i like about magic in the core rulebook is it does for a lot of it seem you know the 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 things that people have access to are like kind of mass produced you know It, it doesn't seem like an arcane ritual to make a uh, a spell ampule you know yeah uh and that that feels cool and in in some of the uh my pleasure not know about this but in the extra material in the, the ap books there are more like classic arcane magical items that are, are given as a little bonus in the 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 ends of the books i'm excited to see more of that in in both those book packed worlds and the the armory
2: yeah I, I i got to write one of the adventure path back matter articles i kind of came in right at the wrong time to take more freelance um yeah so i did some stuff for the third adventure i did some of the the background on one of the factions but mm, uh, no, the, no
0: spoilers here
2: yeah no 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 but uh, i got to do one of the, the factions which was really cool i the article has yeah. a bunch of new guns and a bunch of new yes. starships and yeah. that was super cool to again it's always cool to write something in a see like the artwork show up it's really weird i spend all my day doing words but then i see the art and i'm like that's so cool
0: oh yeah no the and uh i've said that before as well those little sections at the the end of the ap have been great in in the, the, the general publishing strategy paizo has is to just add a little bit more rules a little bit more uh world building in every single release you know whether that's i think the society <laughs> scenarios that i've read have been amazing for that especially like minutia, like strawberry machine cake which is my one, one of my favorite little details of the starfinder universe so far um, and that was oh,
2: all eleanor farron who uh wrote adventure 0101 um she threw that in there. And the second I read, like, you're going to have this sugar pop band. OK, people are going to love that. I didn't realize exactly how much people would would glomp onto that. But oh, yeah, boy,
0: glomp. They did.
2: And and that's one of those things. It's like those type of, you know, for for Starfinder Society in specific, those type of little throw items that we put in. Sometimes mm-hmm. they really surprise us where the fan base just jumps all over them. And you, I mean, we, we oh good. You've
0: got, uh, what, 15 (laughs) scenarios to write before August? One of them can be you just guarding that band, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we already announced
0: it. Taking them on tour, what?
2: Yeah. Oh, is that the... As part of our latest uh, announcement, uh, our PaizoCon release scenario (gasps) will be a strawberry machine cake themed scenario. (laughs)
0: Jeez, <laughs> All right, what am I? What are we doing with this AP, guys? I, I told you we, we're we're waffling on playing organized play or the AP
2: for the podcast. Got to do we, both. We bet on the wrong pony. <laughs> uh, the AP is still pretty cool, but it's I. I will say that one of the neat things about organized play is just the the sort of diversity in stories we can tell and oh, yeah. it's it's a balancing act between making sure things are accessible to new players but also rewarding people who've kind of gone through the organized play story. Mm-hmm. We were we were having some meetings today talking about, you know, what what our next seasons are going to look like and where where are we going forward um and and really, you know, a lot of people in the room like bringing up the that concept of we have to be very careful about going too far down the like self-referencing uh, like meta plot <laughs> stuff that will lose new players. But also making sure that people who've been there can can see a reference and go, hey, I remember that that was in an old scenario I played. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're we're doing a balance of that. Um, and I, I think with our current storyline, the, the year of scoured stars, we're. We're really going to hit some high points, uh, just coming up all the way through to, to origins in June where we're, we're going to have our first interactive special, which if you're not familiar with those, um, they're, they're basically the biggest organized play events of the year. Right. And you, you, you go to Gen Con and you have a room of a thousand people all playing the same scenario and all contributing towards that scenario. Oh, so crazy.
0: So crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if. You've sold our listeners, but I'm sold, and I want to I want to start uh, prepping some GM material right now. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, Aww. you want to tell your wife that we're going out drinking and then go play Pathfinder instead or Starfinder? You, you know what? She'd pro- probably be more okay with with, with that lie with, right. with with me getting drunk instead of playing more Paizo content. <laughs> Uh yeah, I will need everyone to lie for me. Thank you. Uh, wh- why don't we wrap wrap it up uh here and but before we do, uh, thirsty, can, where where can people find you online if they wanna if they wanna follow you if they wanna find out more about Starfinder Society play?
2: Absolutely. Um, you can find me generally on my my handle, which is uh, all one word on call GM. Uh. Because, you know, at the time in my life, I really was the on-call GM for my local players. Um, <laughs> but you can find me at oncallgm.com. That's my very out-of-date website that has an old, like, bio of all the stuff I've written. Uh, you can find me at GM on Twitter, which is generally where I'm posting a bunch of Starfinder Society-related stuff. Uh, you'll also see me pop up if you're on any of the organized play discord i show up on there answer questions and uh yeah that's that's basically the best way to find me i also have a facebook group that i sometimes maybe kind of not really update (laughs) Um, and then on Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv slash on gm i'm looking in the coming new year to start some some streams of me playing video games and really talking about rpg stuff while i do it <laughs> why not
0: the, those are going to be the <laughs> questions you get anyway yeah exactly so i might as
2: well be playing some path of exile while i do that yeah
0: oh boy um, awesome awesome well thank you so much i i mean I I hope our fans learned a lot about organized play. I've learned a lot about organized play and, and this has been uh, one of the best cryptid interviews uh, for that reason. Uh, Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you again for having me.
0: Uh, Drew and Jabert. Thanks uh, to you two as well. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks. Thanks, Justin. Yes, indeed. indeed. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Everyone. Thanks for sticking around and go out and play some organized play. Get that boom!